<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Day. I would say burr. Yeah. High of 18, low of 5, currently minus 1. It feels Ooh. like it's minus 20. Yeah, minus 20. So we need to do time machine weather. By Saturday, high of 49. Uh, and then by Tuesday, 58. Wednesday, 59. Thursday, 65 of next week. Wow. <laughs> 65 is your high? That's joy, man. We just got a ticket through this today. What's today? Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and bam. Yeah, today and tomorrow and Friday are not 40 degree temperatures. But from there on out for the foreseeable future, 40s, 50s, even 60s, baby. Wow. That groundhog can suck it. <laughs> suck it! Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I guess uh, be careful. There is school today. Tomorrow's colder. You know. Oh, it is colder tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, tomorrow's low is one, high of 17. Okay. And there could be All a little right. bit of little bit of the white stuff. I mean, be if you're if you're doing that polar plunge, which is Saturday, mm-hmm. you're fortunate. You're dodging a bullet, dude. Yeah. You're dude, just a I've couple been, days off from having to jump in a lake in temps like this. I've oh. been watching this weather for two weeks because I have to... I'm going to be emceeing the thing, and it uh, it's it, it gets perfect. cold, you know. But yeah, it's going to be perfect weather. It reminds Perfectly me of that that time that we did the polar plunge. Um, I think it was the first time, and remember we found that um, that ice that was uh, cut out of the lake, and there was a fish in the middle of it. How does that happen? I guess he died. He just <laughs> died wow. swimming. You don't remember that, Molly? <laughs> they had to because they chainsaw. That. They chainsaw out the hole in the yeah. lake, and there was a fish in the piece. Frozen. It was the weirdest thing. Just waiting for the thaw. Yeah, waiting for the thaw. All right, we're going to get to some news headlines. What's coming up here uh, next, Molly? Apparently, love at first sight is uh, real. Find out how many people feel like they have experienced it and are with that person. All right, we'll get to that next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 9. Now, news headlines with Molly on the Big Party Show. So, new movements over in the Ukraine. Uh, the president there is calling up uh, active duty troops. 
So reservists are now being recalled into Zelensky. action. Mm-hmm. He was throwing around words like he wished they still had their nuclear weapons and that maybe they should look into, you know, building one. What are you saying? Like we need we need protection. Oh my so gosh. I know they this, are, they said we're talking about like cyber security type stuff as well and all that. So unnerving. Yeah, the FBI has kind of put out a warning like, hey, with all this stuff going on between Russia and Ukraine, um, if you're a small business and you know, or something like you should stay alert because this is the hotbed of of cyber probing. And how they how you get even because yeah. there'll be retaliations. We just froze right. up what money we could of like anyone who knows Putin. That's that it to their accounts and everything. But yeah. it's creepy. Have you said how all the spin doctors are saying they've been prepping for this? Oh, you know, right. that they knew that that would come. Oh, I'm so They've sure. got their money where they need it. They're like, they've probably assumed, oh, that money will all go. It's weird that we can freeze other people's money. <laughs> I know. But, you I know, know, also. I mean, could you imagine a president of another yeah. country going on the news and going, we have frozen Biden's money. You're like, excuse that up. me, what? Can't, no more stocks, no nothing. Yeah. It's, it looks it's like ugly. it's going down. Well, I think that that's when you know that you're kind of dealing with somebody who's maybe a little bit shady when they can do that to their money. I mean, a lot of our presidents, like their money's here in the United States, not like peppered all around the world. I mean, Biden, was, is, Biden was naming banks over there. Was he really? Like mm-hmm. saying the name of the bank that they were going after that I think maybe are where they get probably funds for some but other military. You're right, though, because Putin probably did... You know, they all, they're probably several steps ahead of this. Otherwise, they wouldn't be going forward. They're um, sleeping on, you know, they're, they're yeah. sleeping on uh, money mattresses right now. Sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, but more American soldiers are also moving into Europe. So that was the other thing, is that we are slowly kind of moving uh, pieces around the board as well. Okay. University of Nebraska Medical Center College of Nursing is getting a $2.2 million federal grant to address burnout among the state's nurses. Coronavirus is stretched into its third year, and they say that this is to help um, resources. The three-year grant is funded through the Department of Health and Human Services, and it's uh, part of a a bigger coronavirus relief fund. So it's a Hmm. good time, kids, if you want to be a nurse, right? There's Mm -hmm. Look at the window of opportunity opening up. There's a lot of opportunity there, and it's a very well-paid gig. Um, you can understand you know, the burnout of the nurses. And, yeah. You know. Oh, absolutely. So this is something to, you know, help the initiative will focus on nursing students and nurses and their employers, especially like in rural areas where it's like there's just a nursing shortage. Yeah, they have those traveling nurses that, uh, yeah. and we have a company here that, uh, that you know, recruits those those guys and they travel all over the place. They're, it's such a need, nurses. I mean, we're all going to die. Well, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. Good I think, morning. Well, I think you need, you're talking about we need coroners and people working more. We need that too. We need more nurses because we're all going to die. And we're nurse gonna is get like, sick. I don't know what you want me to do. He's dead. Yeah. You're going to get sick. My work here oh, is done. Sick. Time to. It's a job that keeps you there. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway. AT&T's 3G towers <laughs> shut down yesterday. Uh, so a lot of people may have found out the very hard way that their older mobile devices and certain services are now rendered ineffective when it comes to connecting with emergency networks. Did you guys get any messages? I got a couple of messages saying that I was good to go, that 3G doesn't affect it. No. You know, but what happens when we get rid of 4G? 
that's the, well, I mean, at that point, we'll be phased on to 7G or whatever <laughs> will be the newest. Um, but the devices like home security systems, medical alert devices, vehicles equipped with SOS communications like OnStar, mm-hmm. those were a lot of the ones that people were, you know, kind of like, hey, heads up. Like, you may not even think about it. It might not even be your phone, but it might be other services. They'll let you know. That's for sure. Uh, tickets to a men's basketball game, a college men's basketball game, are going for more than Super Bowl tickets did. Which game? It's the final Duke versus uh, North Carolina game. Why? And it's the one because it's uh, Duke's coach, Coach K. He's retiring. Okay, wow. And so this is, it's a huge rivalry, Duke and North Carolina. And that is like a big one, especially there in North Carolina. And so the ticket prices are topping out at like $21,000. The cheapest seat right now for this college basketball game is four grand. It's coming up uh, March 5th. So this is just, I mean, you don't normally see that for college basketball games. When it comes to love, Love at first sight is something that about 75% of married couples with children say that they felt when they saw their significant other for the very first time. I wonder if you guys just thought I would bang that person. And then now it's a sweeter (laughs) story years later to say that. I just, hey, (laughs) you do hear those stories. It's a lot of times it's our grandparents all the time would say that. I saw her. Well, the proof is, is when. You got a friend to verify that they said, I'm going to marry that person. Yeah, that would be before they even met. I've heard those stories. Yeah. You know, um, you see the hot chick and you're like, I'm going to marry that chick. I know one. I've said that out loud. I've said that before. Clearly didn't Have you? happen. <laughs> I'm going to marry that chick. You know, like I would marry that girl. Yeah, absolutely. I have a buddy. I have a friend, a couple that I know that uh, they're married, been married a long time now. But they, uh, the, the guy wrote a letter and would say over and over when he was in elementary school that he's going to marry her. And then they ended up getting married. I'm they like, knew each other since weird. elementary school? Yes. Oh, that is so sweet. Yes. So what would we say that if you're a single person out there holding out for love at first sight, it probably isn't practical. It's not real. I mean, <laughs> you should you should fall in love with the people that are you know are around you. And like some people, they, they tell the story of how they were annoyed by each other. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, they're they are married now, kids in love, and they're like, it's funny. We didn't like each other. Yes. I yeah, always find those stories so interesting. But that's kind of an attraction. It's like that itch. They're like something about him drove me nuts. And yeah. maybe that's a level of attraction because it's like the, neither one of you see it, but like your souls are like, we're supposed to be together. Whether you like each and other And you didn't or like, not. I didn't like your face. <laughs> or just the way that they would act. You know, like sometimes I've heard there's a friend of mine. Her parents are lovely and they've been together for a million years, have a beautiful family, grandkids, all that kind of stuff. And like she talks about their first date. And it was like the the mom was like, he was a jackass. Like, I don't know what he thought. Like, I think he thought it was like a done deal. You know what I mean? That kind of thing where it's like, you're what are you going to do? Not go out with me? She's like, yeah, bye. I went on a (laughs) I went on a double date in my mid 20s with my buddy uh, and we were down at Barrios and about, I don't know, 40 minutes into the date, we were having beers with these two girls. We went to the bathroom and he turns to me and goes, let's switch. I don't like mine. Oh my God. Oh, these two are married now. These two are married now. Okay. I mean, I made him stick with his date. I go, no, 
You guys are doing fine. I go, I like mine. I'm, I'm like, your girl. And his girl was cute. I like mine. I love that. <laughs> I was like, no. I'm kind of like, let's stay in the lane, dude. No, I don't. It doesn't he, taste good. He stuck with his date. Come on, man. Let's switch on, Trace. He stuck with his date. They fell in love. They're still married. They had a million kids. But I used to threaten him. I'm like, I'm going to tell this story at the wedding. I didn't. Oh, gosh. He's like, please, God, no. <laughs> please, no. Don't. You're not coming to the wedding. <laughs> and I think my date was what like, story. my date was in the wedding. Okay. Whatever happened to your like the day? wedding party? Did, did she? Did you guys? Did ever she went on to become. I, sh- I, I should have tried to keep make it work. She went on to become a really successful like financial planner. Okay. She's happily right. married with someone else. Thankfully, not to me. Luckily. <laughs> Luckily. Oh, what for her? Come on, you chivalry. You kept but her. I, I just remember that little Barrio's bathroom. Both stand at the taking a leak, and he looks left. It's like, dude, let's switch. Oh. I don't like mine. I don't think she likes me. It's you don't know. Fantastic. God, mm-hmm. those stories, man. It's the same thing. I mean, I think we think we age out of that playground kind of like the guy that pulls your hair or picks on you. Pulls and then your, your parents hair. would be like, oh, okay. well, you know, I mean, like when you're a kid, like the kid that picks on you and your parents are like, yeah, he probably likes you. And you're like, wait, what? Right. Like it's a mind blowing moment for a girl when you find out that like that's boys don't know what to do with those feelings. They're just like, yeah, mean. love at first sight. Wow. That's pretty cool. All right, nine three eight ninety four hundred. We'll take your call. Was it love at first sight for you? I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, <laughs> just say yes. Yeah, I'll just say yes. <laughs> thanks, Molly. That made it worse. <laughs> I mean, you, I was going to say yes, Molly. Thanks. But you felt that wow moment. I did. I like on a blind date. I've had a blind date before where I got out of the car and felt sickly nervous because I was like, "This woman is so beautiful. There's no way I have yep. a chance." I remember. You telling me, texting me after you had met her for the first time, because her and her sister, uh, Katie, would come out to the, you know, football, and you would say, uh, what'd you say? You need to hold on to that? So that was in the back of my head, and thank God, because I remember there was a moment where I was like, what is she seeing this guy? It's just going to end. And then, then she came over, and I saw, and I was walking out the apartment door, and I saw her through the glass. I'm like, oh, she's a cute little thing. <laughs> But I kept trying to talk myself out of it. Right. You know how we do that? Yeah, because you probably you didn't want to yeah. be in a relationship. Yeah, I didn't even know what it was. I was just like, Ugh, this is not going to end out good. You know, it never does. Why keep <laughs> and going? here you are married. What, <laughs> a, what, a, what a waste. It's no. like babysitting a puppy. You're That's like, well, you know we're going to keep it. Yes. Uh-uh. yes. All right, again, your call is 938-9400. We're right back. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, a little while ago, uh, Molly talked about love at first sight. Mm. You never once mentioned that you and Peter were love at first sight. Was I... it love at first sight? What do you think? I think so. Looking back on it now, like I met him at a party and it was a party where I knew a lot of people. I was like visiting from out of town and it was friends and stuff that I hadn't seen. And yet the two of us talked like for hours. And I look back on that now and I'm like, I wouldn't have spent that kind of time with somebody if I wasn't like, you know, in attracted love. or like, exactly. That's why like, it's unfair to call it love. I would say spark yeah. at first. Yes. Sight. Okay. All right. Cause I would, I would, uh, yeah, I would, I, I would, I would, 
feel the same way because now that you said that your conversation uh, with Peter, because my first long conversation with Wileen at a happy hour was similar to that, where we just didn't. There was no one else around when there exactly. was people around. Yeah, that's weird. Now a lot of our grandparents did tell stories of um, saying that they went to a dance and told a friend, "I'm going to marry that girl." But tra- right. traditionally, though, the further we go back in time, if you wanted to even get close to a woman, you had to marry her first. That's right. You wouldn't. Like if be- you wanted to kiss her, you had to marry her. Yeah, want to have. So there might have been a little bit of that, like. Like my grandpa's generation, those guys were going off to World War II, so a lot of them would go to that last uh, dance before they got shipped off. Yeah. They probably figured, I might not live, so... Might not come back and... I mean, yes. they would snatch the first girl they had and be like, let's go get married or I'm going to marry you when we get home. Plus, it's probably nice to come back from some something like that to have someone waiting for you because um, back then, my, my grandparents, it truly was death, you know, death to you. <laughs> back to death. Oh, absolutely. Back to death again. <laughs> Back to the death. It was like till dead. So you better kill her or, but you could have what, um, what I remember, uh, my grand, like uh, somebody like whispering about, about an Irish divorce where the idea is that you're married and I mean, you're never going to get divorced, but you don't live together. Right. Because they weren't allowed to. Yeah. They weren't allowed to get divorced. So like you'd have like, I just remember, I mean, I don't think it's an official thing, but something called an Irish divorce where it's like, yeah, I mean, she lives in the house with the kids. He comes, you know, like has dinner and does stuff like that. But like he doesn't live there. He and goes he, home. To yeah, exactly. Deal. He goes to like his little bachelor setup or wherever. And I was like, wow, how do I get me one of them? Remember years? <laughs> remember years ago there was a story about a series of questions. You remember the deal where they said two people if they stare at each other? Yes. What there was, was a that? time limit and there was an amount of questions. And it was, yeah. And it was almost like an experiment, and. They were, you could call it love, or you could call it um, a bonding. Okay, but yeah, two people I could this. bond. You had to you had to hold eye contact and then answer the questions. And, yeah, go back and forth with this battery of questions, and so it's, it becomes this like trust tree, and we're keeping eye contact, and I'm getting this information. They're like, in theory, like if you were attracted to each other, you're going to go bang. Oh, <laughs> that's just yeah. <laughs> or I'm afraid to do that because so you she might look at me each- and go. I don't need this. Right. Yeah, that would be my nope. fear. For if, it's four <laughs> minutes that you're supposed to stare. Four minutes you that stare. That doesn't seem so long. All right, no, no it does, long but that's a long time to stare. I mean, if four oh. minutes doesn't sound that long but until you're just looking, but it's like 36 questions. Oh, wow. Which All gradually right. get more personal as they yep. go. Like how do we have do you tell have your the, partner what you like about them? Be very honest this time saying things that might you might not say to anyone you've just met. Um, alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner, a total of five items. So like you go back and forth and, and you're, you, you don't break eye contact while you're saying, I would have such a hard time with this. So that's, so that I. was the the headline they gave it. Fall in love with anyone, 36 questions plus four minutes. And it's yes. after the 36 questions that then it's the stare for four minutes. So you and bounce oh. could do it. <laughs> and you guys are like, well, we're in love now. <laughs> you're my new best friend. We just ruined two marriages. 36 questions. Well, I've already, he's already sucked on my off, fingers. So might as well try it. They start off pretty fun. But Give, let's get to the end, though. What What is the end one, though? Like The very oh, last, the yeah. 36th question. Yeah, Share yeah. a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also, ask your partner to reflect back to how you, uh, to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you've chosen. 
Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing? Why? That's number 35. (laughs) Like I said, the beginning ones, fun. The end, you're like, gosh, this is getting heavy. So you're not even sharing a story about like someone you've lost. You're predicting. Right. Who's Who's going to like absolutely gut you? Like when, of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing and why? So this person's still alive, but you're opening up to this other person that you're now going to Have we even asked ourselves that question? That's what I mean. I won't say it out loud. I feel like that's some sort of a jinx or... I know. I'm like, yeah. even reading it, I'm like, puh, puh. Like, what do I got to say? Like, because six times to make it not happen. Because you're going after their family. I mean, what? what? You're going after the, <laughs> You're coming after my family. She's like, whoa, you're going to ask me the same question in like two seconds. Yeah, so but like, if you we're say bo- the mom, the dad's going to be like, what? You say the dad, you're going to be like, what? It's like, yeah, but they well, don't, no, because they you're talking, they don't they know. Don't know. Okay, you're talking to your partner. Right. You I'm bonded not, with this stranger. I'm not sharing it. You just okay. shared a secret. Right. You're not talking to your mom and going like, sorry, I picked dad. Right. So you answer that question and then now the staring. Stare for four minutes. Into each other's eyes for four minutes and you're in love. Okay. All right. That's I'm afraid to answer some of these questions. This well, is just, what... I mean, I mean, the first one I love, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? I'm like, oh, that's fun. And then like the next one is, would you like to be famous? In what way? Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Why? Like, these are like, okay, fun. These are like boilerplate uh, date questions. Exactly. And then we get to which parent are you going to like be totally screwed up with? I think it's cute if you sat down for a first date and the waiter walked up and like menus handed you guys questions. Right. For each other. You know what? That would be fantastic. Even for people that are in relationships, because you notice when you go to restaurants, sometimes you see the married couple, they're not sick of each other, there's still nothing to talk about right at that moment. Yeah, put it on the back of the menu. Put it on the menu and say, hey, let's, God, that would be a great idea. That would be a great idea. As for bounce, I think that would be weird, but awesome experiment if I did the questions with them all of a sudden, I'm making out with them. <laughs> weird Why are we, be? how did it ever come to making out? Because it just said we fall in love. Yeah, but you're t- maybe it's just friend love. Oh, right. okay. Right. Love doesn't happen. Like, I love you, but you and I are Uh, never going to be making out. Like, ever. (laughs) Like, ever, ever, ever. I don't need 36 questions. I can tell you that without blinking. All right. All right. All right. Your calls, also your texts at 402-938-9400. Open mic over on the app as well. We got uh, Snoop Dogg tickets in 8 o'clock hour, by the way. And we got Sliver News coming up next. See, Kanye's back in there with Donde 2. Donde 2 and yeah. Aaron Rodgers uh, did an interview yesterday. I don't know if he and Shailene Woodley broke up. All right. We're going to get that next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. So what's the deal with Aaron Rodgers? Is he a single man for the ladies or not? I don't think so. He was on um, the Pat McAfee show yesterday and talking about how he's been thriving at home. And then, you know, giving a shout out to Shailene Woodley, who he refers to as Shay. And he made a couple references to her. He's like, when your home life's stable and you have an amazing partner to do life with, it just makes the work life a bonus. So everyone's kind of like, okay, so are you not broken up? Like he's not accepting it. 
that or maybe they reconciled or maybe it was a blip. I mean, neither one of them has come out and been like, yeah, it's at this time that we say we're really sorry. So I don't I don't quite understand. He said, you know, I'm basically throwing out that um, now that the stress of personal life stuff is out of there. So, I mean, it sounds like it's all chill on the home front. Who knows? But this has gotten everyone like, okay. I mean, she stopped wearing his ring. Mm-hmm. We know this, right? Mm-hmm. This we know. <laughs> She's not talking about anything. She never really did, though. Well, she, I mean, she'd get upset over, you know, football. I mean, stuff like that. And she didn't. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, the whole thing was out of the blue. So one of the other things that he talked about was, you know, all of the, uh, obviously during the course of the season, all the COVID conversations and what he was saying is he didn't realize the kind of fallout that was being put on people he loved. Like he was just like, I just thought it was like, I'm just taking all of this. And he said he never wanted to be divisive in the whole thing. And it sounded like he was like apologizing. He's like, but I'm very sorry to like Shay and my loved ones, my agents. I would, I'm surprised these people... Would, could you imagine, would you guys tell intimate details about, I guess maybe we do on the radio, but. Like Not that reporter, intimate. Like, yeah, no. Talk, would you like talking about if you and Wileen were struggling? No. Yesterday on the no. Pat McAfee show. <laughs> no. I would love if I was a celebrity to just feed, feed lies it. and watch the lies land on headlines. Mm. Like oh. get out in front of the tabloids since they, they make up lies. Yeah. You make up lies. Yeah. Maybe that's what he's doing. Who knows? Yeah, maybe but, she's reading uh, all this and is like, we are so broken up, Aaron. And he's just like, no, we're not. Not in my head. Who knows? Kanye West has a new music, Donda 2, dropped overnight. Uh, and he did a listening party in Miami. Fans online and in the stands waited for two and a half hours for everything to begin. It was supposed to start at eight. He never starts on time. Never, well, never, yeah, never, 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 never. It was supposed to be released at midnight on yesterday at two, two, 20, you know, the whole Tuesday. And everyone was upset because these people, his fans paid like $200 for his album. I'm like, $200? Man. And they're upset that his, his album, you know, his promises are just so weak. Um, so what's the deal with uh, Kim Kardashian? Didn't he throw something in there? Yeah, so there's two songs, apparently, where it seems to allude to Pete Davidson. One is Security. The other one is called Easy. So I guess he um, he addresses the, the Pete Davidson security at risk in the song Security. Kim wasn't at the event. Uh, I mean, she wasn't at the live stream event. I don't know if she was streaming it, or I don't know if she's, like, done, but she wasn't there. But what they're saying is that in the song Sci-Fi, he... He sampled her monologue from Saturday Night Live. I married the best rapper of all time. Yeah. Not only that, he's the richest black man in America, a talented, legit genius who gave me four incredible kids. I wonder if he just has, he's like, doesn't listen to anything else. He's going to now name his tour Kim. (laughs) He's going to go the uh, Robin Thicke way. You're like, this is not the way to do it. If Robin Thicke taught us anything, you can't get her back like that. Elton John had a little bit of a scare on his private jet. He was flying from London to New York. He had a, a gig at Madison Square Garden. And uh, his $90 million private jet was forced to make an emergency landing. It had a hydraulic failure. He was in the air for about an hour. And then all of a sudden, the pilot's like, we got to go back. We got to go back. 
Uh, but I guess they were having a big storm, like 80 mile an hour wind gusts. And they couldn't made it land. really hard. Yeah, they couldn't land that after sucked. three attempts. Yes. I've been on one plane like that, and it was the weirdest experience. And it was in Alaska. And apparently that's like, you know, it can happen. Where they made it's an attempt. They, could, they couldn't land. They pulled back up. They circled back around. They came back in. They made another attempt. They pulled back up and circled back around. And then the guy was like, we're going to try one more time. And then, like, basically, we have to get going. And you're like, well, get going to where? And they're like, next stop, Seattle. I'm like, we're in Alaska. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> next I stop mean, is heaven. Landings anymore almost feel like crashes. Yeah, they do, so man. So when you're lying and you're landing when it's windy out, and that always, you know, those times you come in and it looks like you're, it feels like you're going too fast. Yes. I know. And the wings are going left, right, left, right. It's like they want to land as quickly as possible because maybe that's easier just to crash land. But you know what he did? Elton John got into another plane and flew all the way to, I guess, Madison Square Garden and did his show still. He's a pro, kids. Yes, he is, people. He's a pro. All right, we got your news update coming up next. Uh, a kid put off joining social media for six years because his mom was going to pay him. How much would you get paid to put it off? All right, we'll get to that next time. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. News headlines with Molly on the Big Party Show. American soldiers are moving into Europe. This comes after uh, Putin moved peacekeepers into two independent states on the eastern border of Ukraine. So things are all the pieces are getting set on this real life board of risk as we all wait to find out what is next. So troops began arriving in two breakaway regions yesterday, forcing our secretary of state to cancel the meeting with the Russian counterpart. So uh, hopefully the diplomacy back and forth won't completely break down. Um, but the White House expects the invasion to continue. Ukraine is taking their own action. They've called up their reservists to active duty to get ready. So Ukraine's parliament is also making um, a thing to carry up, making it a process of law that would allow people to carry guns and act in self-defense. So kind of like a citizen army is sort of getting put together. Yeah, but some of the scary stuff is like that, you know, the Secretary of State no longer is going to meet with Lavrov, you know, yep. the, the the stuff breaking down. We're kind of reaching a point of no return. I was going to say no return at all. Um, Just hope that there's still yeah. those, like, the red phone is still going back and forth between D.C. and Moscow, that there's still people working to try to resolve this, but it's looking less and less... Putin's painting himself into a corner where, you know, it's less and less likely that we can resolve this without something happening. Does Putin have wife and children? Putin, uh, does Putin have wife? Uh, he did have a wife. He got divorced and then he had a girlfriend and then he's got kids and he actually has like I think he a, has a love child. child. Oh. Um, and the love child's like a grown woman. And I mean, again, like she's set for life. Like she's fine. Like I okay. think she's the love child. Love child because she's got property all over the world. Yes. They don't really know what she does. She's got like houses in California. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. Or owns no. the property. Okay. I'd like. I don't to believe be a... he has any sons. I think he just has daughters. Daughters. Okay. Which can you imagine? That's probably the universe doing whatever child a favor. Because can you imagine being the son of Putin? No. Well, what you're if like, he, What if you're? it's the son and he just sucks? Right. <laughs> Dad, I'm just not interested in world domination. Daddy, I want to be a figure skater. He's like, you're such an embarrassment. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. 
Um, much like any collectibles of notoriety, people are always on the hunt for vintage video games that are in immaculate condition, preferably factory sealed. And apparently recently, Nebraska became the center of the video game universe. A rare collection of these factory sealed games were discovered and it might be like a once-in-a-lifetime find. Where did they discover where? them? Yeah. So it's uh, the owner of Game Room is the liaison for whoever the anonymous individuals are. I guess this has all been in storage, untouched for more than 20 years. And if the collection is sold, it could exceed the six-figure mark. This is Game games. Room on 72nd and Dodge? Uh, I'm not, I didn't see the address. I just saw that it was Game Room. Okay. I mean, that's it's, Game Room Omaha. Yeah. Um, stories out of Lincoln. So I don't know if there's a game room there. But this guy is basically, he's the one managing the sale for these anonymous. It, it's just interesting to think that, like, they found this and it's, like, gone viral. Like, people from all over the world, Brazil, Spain, all over the place, trying to, you know, find out what's in the collection, when they're going to sell it how much it'll yeah. probably go for. It's, just, it's hiding in a storage unit in um, in Nebraska. It's just so bizarre. Six out of ten people say that they couldn't cope without their smartphone for more than a day. Uh, three out of ten say that they never leave their home without their smartphone without well, getting you? some anxiety. Yeah, good it's question. like leaving the house without your car keys. I mean, if you realize you, you left it, you turn around. You turn around immediately. There was it's a time I've, I've lost, I, I, I forgot my phone at home and I'm on a halfway way to here. We got to be here. I would turn around immediately. Sadly enough. I mean, even when I leave it in a car, I get weird. I'm like, what am I missing? Yeah. It's like that appendage. So stupid. Yes. So people rely on their phones, not just for communication, but like to take pictures, um, to tell the time, like gone mm-hmm. of the day of like watches and things like that. But also keeping in touch with uh, social media. People check a lot of that. I mean, that's a, a big time waster when people are looking to just fill the fill the minutes. Um, this one mother promised her son that if he stayed off social media until his 18th birthday, she'd cut him a check for $1,800. And so that's what he did. For six years, when he turned 12, she, uh, she gave him the, the challenge. Stay off social media until your 18th birthday, and you'll get paid. Totally healthy. And a great idea. Yes. 18th well, birthday. We had a kid when I was in high school where his mom promised him, I don't know the money amount, but it seemed a lot to us at the time. Might have been 1000 It might have been 5000 But if he didn't drink all through high school. Oh, really? That's and he would one. always remind people, it's like, I, I'm sticking to my end of the deal. If I don't, if I wait, I think he was supposed to wait till maybe his senior year. Okay. All right. That's a good deal. Too. And he was always... <laughs> You know, loud about it, and it seemed like, yeah, that's a pretty good deal that he got paid. You know, I'm waiting for a payday. Dad, maybe that's what people should be doing. Um, Whatever the incentive, know. if yeah. it's money or right. some kind of great reward. I mean, there would be no real downside to it, other than I'm sure it's the kid kind of suffers because he feels out of touch. Yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, be but with smartphones, you can text and things like that. You know, I mean, so maybe like the social media aspect, it doesn't necessarily mean that he doesn't have contact with with friends. I, but I, I, this piqued my interest because I would love to find a way to try to keep social media away from my kids for as long as humanly possible. It's and you're talking starting. about the Facebook, the Twitter, the, yes. the, the, the TikTok, all that. Instagram, all that kind of stuff. 
um, I've already seen bubbling of of troubles, like a little, you know, that that the social media is starting to to create a little bit of a, a ripple, and uh, that kind of makes me nervous. I thought Isn't I had his more friends, time. Though? Wouldn't it be his friends kind of going, "Hey, we're on this, we're on that." You know what? It's you not know. my son. It's my daughter. Okay. She's younger, but girls are savvier. I mean, boys are less interested, I think, in the social media aspect. I mean, they're more like YouTube. They want to, he, at so least she, in my experience. Has your daughter done a TikTok video yet? Like, has she done a dance or anything? No, she hasn't seen that stuff. Um, at least, I mean, not that I know of. I mean, she might have at a friend's house where, you know, you don't know what they're necessarily watching. But there are other girls in her class that have accounts. And I don't think my daughter's aware of it yet, but I am. <laughs> I'm just like, ooh. I mean, Amish I thought I had more time. With, uh, you remember the uh, you know Amish families where they don't have television, they don't have anything? Yeah, that's how you should just. Lock I mean, it was them up. the same mindset for them, right? That they're like, we think that you know, it's, television warps you. It's bad for you. That's what we've heard. Of course, I just I haven't would like never to met keep- any Amish because they're weirdos <laughs> <laughs> making furniture and riding around in buggies. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. They make amazing furniture. And they make eye contact. I like the hats. <laughs> the hats the, are The kick-ass beard. Okay, so. Every time you see them, you're driving someplace, you see the carriage on the side of the road. I'm like, those are better people than me. When we were leaving Vegas, <laughs> there was two Amish, a couple, that left the, uh, they were leaving the hotel. They were on foot walking. They were wearing the coolest suit with the beard, their hat looked like it was it was made out of like horse hair. It was the most amazing thing. So I convinced Wiling that's a real real hair. They just used hairspray. <laughs> what are they doing in Vegas? What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a wedding. It was the craziest thing. They walked right by us. We we're waiting outside for a shuttle. Yeah, and I I don't think I've ever seen that before in real life. But <laughs> it's funny you bring it up. It's Pluto. Molly, I don't know what you do about your kids. I mean, if, right now is when you start. I mean, whether you want right. to tell them you'll put money into the stock market or whatever, I would definitely steal that idea. Oh, I'm and I'm save already, them. Yeah, save them from this. What's going on now? All right, um, your call is nine three eight ninety four hundred. We remind you, eight twenty an hour from now, we're going to give you tickets to Snoop Dogg. He's coming on four twenty. I love oh. that. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Nizzle, nizzle, nizzle. It's going to be a crazy show. Like, he's going to be all amped up. Yes, he is. So, yeah, 8.20, we're going to hug you up. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Again, 820, we're going to hook you up with tickets to Snoop Doggy Dog 420. We all know what 420 stands for. It's going to be in Lincoln. It's going to be a good show. Hey, quick, happy birthday to uh, Dr. Tom Osborne, 85 years old today. That great man. Oh, that great, great man. And in tradition, Molly always sings a uh, happy birthday like Marilyn uh, uh, Monroe style to Dr. Tom every year. I thought year, we passed so. the baton to you doing that now because you had such a better Marilyn Monroe cover than I did. And that'd be great. We push a big old cake into his room. <laughs> yeah. Molly comes out of it covered in frosting. Happy birthday. She's all pitted out. He's like, wow, it's hot in that cake. I mean, it wasn't too long ago they were saying that that Tom still went fishing. I'm curious if he still fishes. I hope so. I mean, there's nothing more joyful than than fishing. It's peaceful. We all know what it feels like. I've actually spoke with Wileen and said I'm going to get back to fishing. I grew up fishing. My parents were fishermen. (laughs) Really? Really, but yeah. The fisher of men. I'm not a fan of of fishing. I don't get that. My husband loves to do it. And the kids, he's really gotten our daughter into it. Um, And, you know, it's very calming. He loves to do that when we're on vacation. And I love to sit and watch him from a chair on the shore (laughs) as I read a book. Okay. (laughs) That's my happy place. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. With Declan. (laughs) So Declan and Mom are sitting in chairs reading books, mm-hmm. and Mara, your daughter, and, and and your husband Peter are catching the fish. She's actually not that bad. She's caught quite a few of like. Well, I mean, we go to uh, Minnesota, so it's like sunfish and things like that. I mean, she hasn't gone like big, big sea fishing. Okay, well, it's yeah, probably she's getting pretty young. risky around here for ice fishing. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I won't even get on the ice. Um, I, I have fear of going in and never to return. Oh, dude, there's nothing like when you play pond hockey yeah. and the puck goes into the areas. Cause you, want to, you want the season to last forever, and it starts warming up. Yeah, yeah. And the puck goes to the edges, and the edges are the first to start to melt. Yes. You know, because it's not as deep. <laughs> yeah, I don't go. And so you got to skate over uh, parts of thin ice, and you get used to the sound that it's making. Yeah, yeah. Like the- what can take it and what's too crackly. And you kind of just keep moving. I mean, you can glide over it. Like, don't linger. I would imagine you, you, the, you know, you just keep going. You don't stop. If you so, can, I've fallen so. through the ice in the shallow areas. You Have know, you? Where, yeah, where it goes up to your. But okay, All I've right. never, I've never done the terrifying. You're supposed to hold your sick, your stick sideways, and hopefully oh, so that it catches. it catches. Yeah, but man, that's always uh, a nightmare of of imagining you go through the hole. Yes. I and can they see say it right in, now. In movies, they always make it look like the hole's real easy to see, but they say supposedly it's... Probably not. It's, because I think mean, you're going to surface right away. And you're going to hit your so head. So you don't have some deep perspective of, like, we scuba dive. Yeah. So it's not like looking up for the boat where you're... You're looking for... Five feet down or six feet down. Think about it. You're, you're one <laughs> foot. You can't see nothing. You don't know which direction you go, and you probably figure, I got to get moving. It's dark water. You're in a lake. And it, there's a current. What am I going to do? Dive underwater? Yeah. And then I'll be Keep me going. above you staring at you going, this way. Oh, my God. Who's feeling uh. panicky? I know I am. <laughs> it's going to be okay, man. <laughs> Dr. Tom, don't go fishing. And you find yeah. the hole and you crawl out. And you're like, wow. Or do you start punching? I would, 
I don't. Know I always get do. that. Just makes me so nervous. They'll, they'll do that in movies. I've seen it in a couple different movies where you know they show the current catches you and you see the person and they're you know someplace else down the way and people are trying to break the ice ahead of them. I'm like nope, never That's makes me want to go. go on there. Yeah, exactly. Like no, nope, never gonna do it. Everybody fans out uh, to try and find you. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're oh that just is- oh god. I saw one where it was like you know they kept seeing like the the glow of the person's phone. Oh, you know what? what did you see this? Yeah. That's weird. What movie was uh, that? It was, uh, I think it was Escape Room. Um, one of the rooms in this horror movie, Escape Room, somebody falls through the ice and they see them. They, you know, they're going and they're trying to, you know, they're pushing the snow off the ice to try to find out where, and they're, you know, banging on the ice to try to. Oh, it's just yeah. It like, turned <laughs> out to be quite the terrifying birthday wish. <laughs> he expects it. He was waiting. He's listened to this show. He's 85. He's heard it all. We're just saying, Dr. Tom, be careful on the ice. And if you plan on getting out and going ice fishing on your way, I'm sorry. Or playing pond hockey. Or hockey or whatever you do on the ice. I don't do it. And we have Polar Plunge coming up, so that's on Saturday. There'll be all kinds of professionals. Yes. In fact, there's firemen that have to put on the, the, the guys that are the rescuers. They put on their scuba gear. Yep. And they're waiting out there, and they got to sit in the water the whole time. And they sit in the water, and we do our polar plunge, and then we get out and have a party. Uh, but you can still get signed up, by the way, on uh, on our website, channel91.com, if you want to do it. It's this Saturday. This Saturday. People now are probably yeah. going online and un- unsigning up. You don't have to plunge on the ice. It's already carved out. You're right by the short safe. All right, we're going to roll some celebrity news. And don't forget, 820, we got Snoop Dogg tickets. That's the rest of this week, too, by the way. What's coming up, Molly? Ooh, find out how much Cardi B gets paid for a concert. She spilled Ooh, it. It's a lot, but we'll get to that next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, thanks for tuning in. 820, Snoop Dogg tickets for being here to laugh. All right, celebrity news, Cardi B. How much? She gets paid. Uh, she gets a total of $2.3 million if she's headlining a show. That is a lot of money. And you wonder why ticket prices are so expensive. Um, but uh, Cardi B could potentially pull that in. Um, she revealed a text on social showing an offer from a promoter. And um, I don't know. I mean, and she was like, I guess. So uh, clearly her people didn't want her to put that information out there because later in the day, she's like, my music reps just called to take it down. This must be why everyone's out on tour. Oh, because they're getting paid. But the money's just too good. Good Lord. That kind of money for two hours. I mean, all the work that goes into the tour of, of course, you know, all the rehearsal and the stage time and the travel, but still, man, that's a lot of money. Academy Awards are coming up and the Oscar telecast, they want to get more of us regular people watching. So when it airs on March 27th, they're not going to air like all of the categories. They've cut out eight more categories. They've already kind of done this before where they have you know like the the industry oscars where they're handing all the stuff like all of us we don't care but you know whatever what we'll, so what ones did they cut out do they say so documentary uh short subject film editing makeup and hairstyling music original score product design short film animated and short film live action as well as sound and a lot like of people are f- pushing back 
bunch of sound guys holding the boom. <laughs> like, the guy hey. should have to walk up with headphones on and sit down the boom mic. Uh, thank you. Uh, kids, go to sleep at home. <laughs> and I want to thank my agent, Jerry. Oh, my God. He Sal, puts his yeah. headphones back on and grabs his big boom mic. Bye. Goes back to his chair. I mean, so it would suck to-, to have your award cut. Like, Why did yes. I make it so public that they're telling you? Then why did you give me a award if it doesn't matter? Well, I- and the whole point is, it's like, who's this for? Is it for the, you know... Jokomo's like us at home watching like I like that. It's supposed to be for the industry. I mean, it's supposed to be their night and that we're just watching because we want to see pretty dresses and Hollywood stars. But honestly, the Academy is supposed to be for Academy members. It's a TV show. It's turned into that. They want to tighten it. It says to tighten it to, to three hours, three hours, which is like, wow. I mean, the fact that all of them would have to sit through something longer than that for an award show to begin with, it's because of all the speeches. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just like get your award, thank you, and walk off. You've got to spend a million years thanking you- everyone and making some sort of statement. Well, that's why they had to come up with that music to play you off. Remember the mm-hmm. music? Oh, don't cut me off. <laughs> not right? The shining they- lights. Hey! Have you watched the Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry started doing that? He started doing the music. Oh, to really? people he was having conversations with? Yeah, when he gets bored of your story. Okay. He starts doing <laughs> yeah. na, 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 And they're like, okay, Larry, I'll, draw, I'll talk to you later. Thank you. <laughs> it's kind of like what we do here. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which. That it, Molly? It can be. All right. I mean, I hear the music, so I just want to get those final thank yous in. I want to thank my agent. I want to thank my kids. Thank you to my history teacher for being such a motivation. Never give up on your dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. All right. News is up. What's up? Uh, It's funny to think, but I guess the planet Earth has a horoscope, and we're coming up on some tricky waters. So we'll give you the horoscope reading for Planet Earth oh, coming really? up. Okay, cool. Also, again, 820 Snoop Dogg tickets. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Now, news headlines with Molly on the Big Party Show. So there's new talk about delivery services and how restaurants are starting to fight back against things like DoorDash and Grubhub. Yeah, because it's just not worth it for them. Take such yep. a bite. So it's expensive. Restaurants have to hire drivers or outsource to a third-party provider like the DoorDash or the Grubhub, and then they charge a fee that cuts into their already, you know, pretty stressed margins. Yeah, it sucks. And so now when deliveries go wrong, the restaurants currently take the blame whether or not it's their fault, like whether or not DoorDash. So now they're pushing back and saying the delivery service should be to blame. Well, also, food doesn't, it's supposed to be right from the kitchen to your table. Yeah. And so there's just an inherent problem with to-go food. It sits. Right? It sits in that styrofoam and it gets sweaty. And again, a restaurant gets blamed for that. That's not fair. Um. Yeah, because even if I've gone to, like, uh, in the heart of COVID, like P.F. Chang's, you know, they had their tables set up there. It would just be stacks. And these drivers would be coming in and saying, Jeff again? And then they'd grab it and go. And, yeah, I can see it. 
It's not Were you the just same salivating thing. like a dog? Like, I want to eat their food too. <laughs> yes, I was actually. Can I eat all of the foods? So, so what is the solution? Uh, Get your own delivery driver? So one of the things that they're talking about is third-party providers will have to, like, cover the fact if an order is wrong. Because sometimes it's that they deliver the wrong order. They have the right order. They give it to the wrong person. And oh. instead of the restaurant being held to blame, it would be the delivery service. So some cities are starting to cap fees on how much delivery can charge, you know, restaurants and uh, and, and customers. And that's been the biggest thing is that, you know, people, well, I mean, Domino's put, came out with that. Like, remember about the delivery? And if you're thinking about ordering some of these restaurants, they don't have this because the, you know, third parties cut into their, their margin. It's like, what do you do? Hire a driver for yourself and do that or give your money away to a third party service. But I think restaurants are starting to get savvy and start to, you know, push back and say, you guys need to be on the hook. Well, the habit is there. People like to order takeout. I mean, that's the one thing mm-hmm. that happened during COVID. Yeah. Yes. And that didn't like, go away. And I always even felt, I, I get to go food a lot, but I always feel like I should just go sit down. Yeah. But I mean, I'm eating for one. It's the only reason that's not keeping me there. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, Do you feel weird eating alone in restaurants? Um, I've gotten more used to it, but you just inherently feel weird. Because you can't talk to anyone anymore. They're all on their phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you go sit at the bar, you're a weirdo if you don't. If you stare at your phone the whole time, and, and that's eat. what generally happens, people is, kind of treat it like you're like prison, you are at prison home. cafeteria, like eat in silence, loser. <laughs> <laughs> Even the bartender, usually the bartenders are pretty chatty. If they see you that you're alone, they'll kind of feel you out. Yeah. I mean, I remember bartending, and if somebody was by themselves, you'd get a vibe of whether or not they were looking for a conversation or if they were eating alone to like eat alone. Because sometimes they are. Like, sometimes people are just like, listen, I just am enjoying a quiet moment. I couldn't believe I had been in Dublin for maybe four hours, and I went to the um, um, Irish bar, the real brazen head over there. Uh-huh. And the bartender was chatting up a girl who was sitting by herself, and then he literally looked over at me and did the head shake, like, hello. Oh, like matchmaking right Why there at the bar. Why don't you step in here anytime? And he did it right away. And I'm like, I don't think that's ever even happened in the States. I haven't seen that before. Or he's the making a love connection. Trying to get, get with yeah, the person. Yeah, I mean, he kind of looked like it was a quick, just nonverbal connection. But, like, why? He was communicated quickly. Why am I talking to her? Okay. And he yeah. did like, the, you should be talking to her. He did the head turn. Why not? Bring them together. Did you right, do that it? I was, like, eating in silence. I was, like, eating my bowl of, like, looking around like a tourist. <laughs> Slack jawed. Look at me moving his head, like, get hey, on it. Get on it. <laughs> But that, and that was the only yeah. woman I met when I was in Ireland. That was oh. the only window. Was really? that first night? Uh huh. Irish girls are tough. Are they really? Yeah. This oh, girl yeah. was a Yank. That's the only reason. Okay. Okay. He sends right. two loser Yankees <laughs> by themselves alone in Dublin. Weird. Did you guys hang like, out at yeah, all? Yeah, we hung out that night. Ooh. Did you hang out? I, that no, night? I didn't. I couldn't. I, <laughs> I, I don't know, see I don't know where it's where it slipped. But I mean, I walked her back to her hotel. Okay, man, I, we were, you didn't. I was hammered. I don't know where I lost uh, her during the night, but steal the kiss. You should have been a thief in the night. I know. I was. <laughs> I was using all of my, uh, all the tools. All in your the skills. Yeah. Well. No. Yeah. Well. Could I probably not just close. Like you know what? She missed out. Probably had <laughs> half an eye open. <laughs> She's like, this is going to end with this guy asleep and possibly wetting the bed. <laughs> there, was, there was an age difference. She was like 10 years younger than me. But she was a redhead, though. Okay. In right. New York. Yeah. 
And I'd probably Adorable. Have, at this point, it's two in the morning. I've had 35 Guinnesses. I'm <laughs> walking to your hotel. Sure, she wasn't walking you to the hotel. Oh, <laughs> I got. I took pictures of her too. I've got these pictures of us, like in this alley, and she kind of has a look on her face, like you're not going to murder me, are you? <laughs> you Jack the Ripper. You should frame those and put them on the wall. The one that got away. But that was the only window. I thought, oh, Ireland's going to be great. This is. Uh, I know. I know. I didn't know shot. Irish you gotta women were You got to take a shot, kids. You do. You I do. think it's different being an American female in Ireland. Because it, uh, uh, Irish girls are hard to impress. They're a tough crowd. They've seen it all. They've heard all the shenanigans from all the guys in Ireland. They've heard every sure, line. Sure. And, but all of a sudden, like, Irish guys see American girls in a bar and they're like, yes. Easy pickings. <laughs> I mean, we're just like, you had us at the accent. And then, of course, like, you know, you're gentlemen and you're buying us drinks. Oh, forget about it. Did you Parties, ever over. Did you ever in your head or have before go, you know, if it was meant to be, we'll meet again? We'll meet again in Dublin. <laughs> Heads up, <laughs> people. the Nebraska Northwestern game. Heads up, people. Get right. that out of your head because it never happens. I'm going to have the cor- <laughs> I'm going to have the corn tog helmet on. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> Like, Vom- oh boy. Vomit on my Husker sweater. <laughs> hey. I recognize you. Can I walk you back to the hotel? Uh, yeah. Anyway. So uh, when it comes to horoscopes, it's mostly just us humans that pay attention to, you know, our personal, but it even affects the world. And in this case, the earth in because of the fact that the United States is experiencing something that very few countries do. And it is uh, Pluto being back to the house in which we were born. It takes 248 years. So they consider the birth of our nation when they signed the Declaration of Independence. And it's been 248 years to make a full cycle. And the idea is, is that once it comes back, this can be a big moment of upheaval for that person. Or in this case, that country or the planet. Okay. They call it so, Pluto return. Pluto so return. astrological people that are into the Zodiac, the Pluto return. And like so the, apparently the Pluto was in the exact same position um, yesterday as yeah. it was when we signed the Declaration of Independence. That was the last time it happened. Okay. That's the Pluto return. So it was weird. It, the so whole it's thing like is the bizarre. Roman Empire had it and oh, they can really? like mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They go back in history mm. and you can see like the Roman Empire experienced its first Pluto return. And it was a big dramatic thing when they changed leaders. The British Empire has experienced it a couple different times. One was the Great Famine. The other one was the Elizabethan era. And then when they became officially the United Kingdom. It's almost like taking your country to a palm reader. I, I was <laughs> so we have COVID, mm-hmm. right? What, what else would be... I mean, the election I mean, was a major upheaval. They're saying the time leading up to Pluto sort of like uh, seeds the ground for for big upheavals, big changes. Okay. So it'll come three different times. So yesterday was the first and then July 11th and December 28th are the three dates where Pluto will be in the exact same position as when the U.S. signed when we signed the uh, Declaration of Independence. Oh, weird. Did, you, did you guys get any vibe of anything magical happening yesterday? Of any significance? I had a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Then I moved what? on to tacos because of Taco Tuesday. And I'm telling you, if if, if there was a runza on my route, I would have had a free runza, and I didn't do that. So 
I hit two of the three. What do you call that, Jeff? Suggestive? <laughs> oh, yeah. Highly. <laughs> highly suggestible. Very highly suggestible. <laughs> Tell me something to do today or eat or drink, and I guarantee you it's going so. uh, go to happen. Be- go to a gym. <laughs> right. I was going to say, it doesn't work for good. I was just about to say, it doesn't work like that, oh. sadly. Okay. He's not as suggestible when it's like, why don't you not drink today? How about you go to a gym? No. Maybe you should like eat a salad, like stuff like that. Hey. No, that doesn't take root. <laughs> I'm going to eat a salad today. With fried chicken. Molly, had you ever heard of this, the Pluto return? I have not heard of Pluto return um, because it doesn't happen very often. Okay. I mean, but I, I had an uncle that was very much into astrology and did all of our charts. And I follow some of it. I mean, there are some things that are kind of funny hallmarks of certain signs. And once you find out, like some of it, you're like, oh, okay. Because if, that if makes you can sense. find out what your other zodiacs are, what your ascending planets, some of them spin faster. Yes. Okay. So there's a Pluto return in your lifetime. And in theory, significant things. It's not Pluto return. It's it's another planet return. Okay. All yeah. right. And isn't that the deal? To... Significant things are supposed to happen in that. Yeah, there can be like Mercury, like Mars is the other one, because keep in mind, Pluto and Mars are named after the gods of war, right? So like in Pluto, Pluto is like Hades, the god of the underworld, and then Mars is the god of war. So anytime you get those planets in a house, you're kind of like, okay, stuff's going to get fiery. Like that's the idea. And it depends on, and not everybody has it at the same time, because we're all born at different times in different places all around the world. So it's very unique to the individual of like when these moments would happen for you. You almost sound like you're an astrologist. I'm almost. telling you, I'm, <laughs> I'm, telling, I'm telling you this uncle <laughs> of mine was like really very, very, very into it. Okay. And it was something that he used as a guiding for, like he would find out people's charts before he would have like meetings with them and okay. things like that. Like he was that kind of guy. Oh, uh, really? There was wow, change yesterday weird. with the women's soccer team. Mm-hmm. They reached a landmark settlement with USA Soccer. They're going to pay him a twenty-four million dollars in like retro of giving money to women who have paid twenty-four million dollar settlement for the women. You know, there's always been that fight that they want equal always. pay. It's about time that happened on two twenty-two twenty-two. All right, so there was a ruffle in those feathers. And when so. the president spoke yesterday about Russia. He walked to the podium at 222. It was weird. Yeah. It looked like they waited. I think they did. I wonder they if they did. did. I'm sure they did. Because they went to the footage around 2 o'clock, and then they just were stalling. It was an empty podium, and at 222, he walked up to the podium with the time stamped in the corner. 222 Eastern. I'm sure that was all planned. All right, so Snoop Dogg's going to be in town on 420. All right, he's going to be in Lincoln Pinnacle Bank Arena. We got your tickets. We'll take your uh, next caller, actually, 938-9400. We'll hook you up. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning with Show. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being a Snoop Dogg double G, but I somehow, some way, dog. coming up with funky edges. Oh yeah, luck to see them. Uh, see them a couple times, and it was a fantastic show. It's an experience, that's for sure. We got tickets all week. Snoop's going to be in Lincoln on 420. The mother grabbing dog father. All right, this is uh, this is Jessica. Jessica, you there? Hi. Well, how, I'm here. Oh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Tell, tell us something about yourself. 
Um, I love Snoop Dogg. Okay. I think everyone loves Snoop Dogg. It's a good Dogg. thing to know. And do you like to right. get down? I yeah. do. Do you? What does define get down? Get down to his music, of course. Okay. Right. <laughs> so who's going with? Who are you going to get down with? Sarah Shermer, probably. Okay. I love it. So she's a lock. That's good. Yeah. She sounds shady as hell. You need to pregame with a little gin and juice. My girlfriend did that for. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend did that for Super Bowl. She met us at the door with glasses of gin and juice. I was like, whoa, coming in hot. That sounds like a headache. What kind of juice? I haven't had gin and juice since I was younger, but let's do it. That's what everybody says. Like, I haven't had a gin and tonic since, like, uh, I was 22. Okay, because I have gin at the house, and I have me some tonic. I used to do Tangeray and tonics all the time. Oh, yeah. TNTs are a summer drink. Well, gin's back now, but I was always like, why do I feel so terrible the next day? You probably drank bad gin or too much. (laughs) Well, Tangeray and tonic. That's good juice. So what is the juice then? When when is it the tonic or is it like orange juice? No, hers was matter? like hers was like an orange juice. Like it was like sweet. Like it was almost like a fruit yeah. punch type of thing. Okay. Um, but it wasn't like a big glass. Like it was like a small. Like hey, here's a little something to get you started. My ha- my husband handed his off to me. He's like, I'm not. <laughs> and now you double fisting. Mm. Now right, you're going. You're going to Snoop Dogg, man. <laughs> yeah, you're going. Hey, uh, Jessica. Oh my God. Do you, do you get high at all or anything like that? Unfortunately, I do not, okay. but I'm, I'm all good for a contact. It's good. All right. Yeah, all right. Your boss is probably listening. I know, That's right? She's party. <laughs> don't ask, don't get. <laughs> Find out. <laughs> uh, the whole experience. Jessica, oh my God. we're going to hook you up, all right? You have a good time at the show and let us uh, let us know how it goes. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Exciting. Yes. All right, hold on a second. All right, sort of a sweet little raspy voice. I know. I do. I am a sucker for the raspy voice. I really am. I don't know what that is. Sometimes I make Wileen when we talk on the phone, talking in a in a, in a raspy voice. Is voice. this before or after you make her wear the furry costume? <laughs> Put that weird furry mask on that we got and talk to me in a raspy voice. I mean, you guys do go to Vegas a lot. Half of them got to be cosplay conventions. No, they're not. <laughs> What about the booty slapping convention? That was a weird deal. People, I went there. We're sitting at the pool. This guy, this old man, old, old guy was on his phone. And I and Wileen was standing kind of next to him ordering a drink. And I just ran up and I slapped her in the butt. And this guy dropped his phone and got turned on and was next to know it. It was booty talk. He went, oh. Yeah, he did that. He goes, oh. He told me that he's in town for a booty slapping Competition, uh, not competition, but a, sh- um, a competition. <laughs> Who slaps the best? <laughs> yeah. aren't, there, aren't there girls down on the strip, and you like you give them five bucks, and you can spank them? There's, a, you name it, they got it, man. They got it. So, anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> we got celebrity news coming up next. What's up? Uh, Donda 2 Kanye has dropped a new album And the merchandise It's expensive Alright we'll get that next Also don't forget Tomorrow about the same time We're going to hook you up with Snoop Dogg Stay with us You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show On Channel 94.1 Alright we all know Kanye West's got his second part of his documentary out today on Netflix. It's a watch. Everyone-
everyone should watch it. It's really good. It is. The first it's... one was. Um, so the second one came out today on Netflix. It's called Purpose. Okay. So this is like moving into the next phase of his uh, launching his career way back when. Um, obviously, he's pretty established now. He did a uh, sold-out listening party in Miami for Donda 2, another album dedicated to his late mother, and it dropped overnight. Uh, special guests. He, of course, loves to have all the people around him. Um, he did not have his soon-to-be ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, there, but he did sample uh, a monologue that she did on Saturday Night Live where she happened to you know, say that he was the best rapper of all time. Richest yeah. black man in America, talented. I was like, interesting that you, you're you using this particular. I mean, wouldn't you love to use that if you had Peter? You know, if you were dropping some sick beats, Molly, and it opens with your husband. <laughs> She's amazing. Yes. Good mom, great cook. She's everything. Not with me anymore. The lady uh... in the kitchen, but a freak in the bed. <laughs> oh, oh. So, uh, Ping Kanye he can't just have red, regular like merchandise. Uh-huh. He has teamed up with uh, um, Balance. I can never. I always murder this Balenciaga, and he has gone ahead and put out hoodies that are two hundred dollars, t-shirts that are a hundred bucks, and those weird face masks that he wears for sixty dollars. I call those fencing masks. Yeah, because they do look <laughs> like, like fencing masks fencers with the little swords. He doesn't it these aren't the fencing masks. These are the ones that look like you're about to rob a bank. What? They're like ski masks. They just have the holes out in the eyes. But it's sixty dollars because it's, you know, Balenciaga. So there's that. But it's available only through his website. It's supposed to the merchandise ships in like six to eight weeks. Don't, um, don't be afraid of his fashion. No, it's he's so got... basic. It's you know so basic. Yeah, that it's like a skin. Right, like now you're an looks assassin. Like his, it looks like his clothing <laughs> is made of rubber. Well, his boots are really weird right now. They're like those UGG boots. It looks like he's about to go mucking, it, like out in the barn. Like they're barn boots. That's every time I see him walk out, I'm always like, "Are you cleaning out the stables today? Are you feeding the hogs? Like, what are we doing?" Well, whenever like I, I saw a little bit of, of his Donda thing, and he's walking, uh, you know, through water, surrounded by water. Um, it, the boots makes him kind of looks like he's walking on on water. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't be surprised if that was his idea. I want to muck her barn. <laughs> this isn't just her. at the concert. This is what yeah. he wears just I know. out. Like, yeah. hi, I'm going to get McDonald's. Maybe we need to wear my mucking boots. Maybe we're missing out on something. Maybe, maybe we need to, to wear those when boots. When I was a kid I and I got moon boots, that blew my mind. Oh, God, yes. Moon oh, yeah. boots were legit. Those were like the yeah. original Uggs. Mm-hmm. And then the Uggs Like, that was out. one good thing of looking forward to winter in Nebraska was you got to wear your moon boots. Yeah. Why don't we do it? I, I don't understand. It was so warm. They still sell them. Yeah, you guys could get yeah. a pair. Be those guys. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and I'll wear them when I'm going to go muck, muck the barn. I want to muck your barn. Ooh, mucking. <laughs> we call that mucking. Do you got your mucking boots on? Because I'm going to muck some barn. Kardashians put out another trailer for their upcoming Hulu reality show that yeah. is going to be premiering April 14th. And it looked like uh, it was a celebration of Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian getting engaged. Kim was pretty funny. She actually made a joke about the fact that, because um, <laughs> at one point, like, Chris 
Jenner, you know, their mom was like all excited and gushing like, oh, I'm so glad to see you so happy. And Kim makes this comment like, "Uh, listen, she's never been this excited and I've done this a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that was pretty. She's got a sense of humor about the fact that she's been married a couple times. Uh, Addison Rae is uh, moving to the big screen. She just got uh, uh, a part in Fashionista. No word on the plot yet, but she signed a multi-million dollar deal with Netflix. So she's moving on from, you know, being a big singer and uh, having a, a, a hit on the small screen to moving into the movie realm. And there's word that uh, Angelina Jolie found pictures of Selena Gomez on Brad Pitt's phone. And then that's what got them on the road to breakup town. That's the rumor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? That Angelina found photos on his phone with everyone from flight attendant, a flight attendants to biker babes at motorcycle convention in Hollywood to uh, ingenues like Selena Gomez. And she was like, like it was a photo he had taken with her. I don't know if it was a photo that he had taken with her or if this was just like a a gallery of women that he found attractive. I mean, if it was like all this stuff that she understands why women want to meet him, but why would he have photos of these random women? So apparently that was one of the big triggers that launched the the horrible... The fight on the plane. Google Brad Pitt, Selena Gomez. There's a lot of pictures and different before the breakup and... You and know, after the the deal, really, okay. Him in the, in the tuxedo, all right. When he had his redemptive Academy Award, gosh, mm-hmm. what a moment! Remember when he went out to the after the breakup and he was having a hard time. He went out to try and invent himself, so he went out to the uh, I don't know some sand dunes. Was did a photo? <laughs> oh shot. gosh, that photo shoot! Oh, yeah, my God, <laughs> that was a moment. He was a little bit too trust trust. Trustful with the photographer. Yes. You know, yeah. you can imagine they're like, give me more of you. Give me more. Give me more. More tighter. Look at it. Love the lens. Yeah. And you're like, you're not going to publish all these photos, are you? Like, you're not going to make Ow. me look like a jackass. You're like, too late. <laughs> Already shared them. That uh, was the time. That's for sure. All right. We're right back. Stay with us. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Yes. All right, I want to remind you guys about a couple of things. Polar Plunge for Special Olympics of Nebraska is going down on Saturday. All right, so if there's a bucket list thing you wanted to do and ever do, and everyone always says, that's what I want to do, it's going to be perfect time. The weather's going to be ideal. I think it's going to be about 45 degrees. I want a perfect thing to mark the end of COVID and feel alive again. Mm-hmm. It's like all of us taking a bat. It's like a baptism. I've done it twice, yeah. and it's very refreshing. It is. Um, one of the times, it was brutal cold, and you thought, oh, it's going to be so bad. Man, you get in that water, you almost don't want to come out because it was warmer in the water than... Yes. And it in did feel so refreshing and like alive. Yeah, that's what the the, the whole idea is. Is is just they, I I guess you got to look at it as you're cleansing yourself. That's a good way of doing it. Um, and and jumping in the water, and it's a good time too. It's nothing crazy. Um, they've been doing it for some time, and, and it's easy to get signed up, and they have a lot of incentives like that. And it's and it's uh, you just go to channelonlyphone.com. Uh, you can get signed up right there. Get your team of coworkers and do some team bonding. I think we have some people here in the building that are going to be doing some bonding and oh, really? And jumping in there, yeah, yeah, they're very excited. 
Um, That's the way you do well, it. That you're like, if we hit our sales goals, you know, the boss has got to jump. Yes. In the lake. We did that, remember? <laughs> but that wasn't a sales goal. That was more of a shaming on the radio. Um, <laughs> the shaming on the radio. And then he dove first, head first, and cut his head open. That was not S- a Sliced good. it right open. Yeah, yeah remember was... that, Molly? That was the first time you... You were with the show, right? Was that the deal? or No, it wasn't the first time I was with the show. It was the, the first, first time, time we were with our boss. Ah, and I right. had to call his wife, who we hadn't even met yet. I mean, we've all become good friends. But yeah. like at the time, it was like, hi, um, I work for your husband. Welcome to town. Um, little thing, can you meet us at the hospital? <laughs> your husband has just been carted away in an ambulance. Because you two were like, I'm not calling her. I didn't like, you call got, her. like you guys were both like, you are the lady on the show. You need, you to, need call to call her. her lady to lady. Oh, yeah. So don't dive. Whatever you do, just don't ever get the inkling that, that that's going to happen. Molly's like, you okay, know. let's talk woman to woman. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a number two backup for a man you wanted to marry? Because you, you might need to keep it handy. Uh, he's going to look like a monster. Did you marry him for his looks? Uh, or was God. it more of like you guys felt a connection? Oh, my knees hurt just thinking about that our, our, happening. Our boss comes in, nice guy, oh, calls, calls him out on the air. Yeah. And he <laughs> goes, okay. He, he goes, huh? I'll, I guess party's like, I think it sucks. We got to jump in. And you're not. Yeah. And he goes, okay, I'll do it. And I could tell him, like, he doesn't like this right now, being forced into doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think the moment was cursed. <laughs> So we're yeah. the MCs of the of the polar plunge, and we're like, "Okay, uh, is that the last group? Now we're gonna go." We set our microphone down, yes, <laughs> on the beach, and we're like, "Let's everybody go!" I said, "Head first. It was my fault for saying head. What I meant was, you gotta get your head submerged. Yeah, that's what you should do. Yeah, you want to. We feel need the to whole go thing. all the way. Yep. And so Mark, true to his, he follows what we're saying. I said, "Head first," and he dove, and he did, and it was ankle head deep, first. by the way, ankle he deep. He dove from the beach. <laughs> oh, and it was God. rocky shore. It just yeah. sliced him open like a, yes. it was like a zipper. He's lucky he didn't get hurt bad. He didn't really get. He just got cut, but it cut his head. Oh, and we are the last people to go. Like a total buzzkill at the end of the day. We. He comes out of the water, look like a scene from the movie Carrie. Uh huh. He was behind me. I come in the water and I look back and I'm like, why is blood raining out of his head? The photos were crazy because with the cold temperatures, the cold water, and because it was warmer out, the cold water made it bleed more. Yeah. And um, well, I and remember looking, look, yeah, head wound too. And I remember looking at photos and you, th- there were people holding their hands over their kids' eyes. <laughs> Their faces were in shock. Look away! <laughs> but because this thing is a super safe event, there are uh, firemen and paramedics there already. Yes. There's no one, he's probably the only person who's ever gotten hurt. Uh, yeah. But just to be safe, so there's there's literally an ambulance right there. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind so, of smart. Well, yeah. Die. So the only they had to do was walk him four feet, put him in the ambulance, close the door, and it drives away. Like, yeah. We've taken two steps out of the lake. <laughs> he's already gone. Bye. I laugh because he's okay. But yeah. I will say this. This is why Molly made the phone call because she didn't jump in the lake. That's right. Molly, you I, still haven't done it. Yeah, I was pregnant. <laughs> That's well, no excuse. Come on. I remember at the time you were like, really? I'm like, yeah, on doctor's orders, they said I probably shouldn't jump in a frozen lake. But I'll double check with my OBGYN. Nope, still says the same uh, thing. Don't uh, do it. I guess I forgot about that one. But, uh, <laughs> all right, so that's the Saturday. If you want to have some fun, and it is fun, by the way.
It's a party. It's a good time. You can shed the last couple of years by jumping into this Salvation Lake. All right? It's going to be at Lake Cunningham, too, by the way. But the you're going to walk into the lake. You're going to walk in. There's you no diving. Go head under. There's like, no diving. No diving. You're going to like walk a, in. Like a normal person. <laughs> All right. So go to jail94.com. That's how you get him. Uh, you get in. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right. We out of here. La Mesa today. Tomorrow's your last day to get in on this trip to uh, Cancun, Mexico. They're giving away... We're gonna be doing that on Saturday. So think of that. Someday you you could be on the beaches of Cancun and you can credit a plate of nachos. That's it. <laughs> and delicious nachos. Yeah, go get an entree, lunch, oh. or dinner. Uh, Creighton plays tonight. Good luck, Creighton. Go Creighton. Uh, Five thirty again today on the road at St. John's. Yeah, March Madness is gonna be here in a minute. So uh, yeah, they need to. Uh, I know it's hard to believe that know? you know, like a week, less than a week. We're down to less than a week. It's going to be March. Tuesday, March 1st. What? We're going to try and get into some college baseball this year, too, right? I Absolutely, Jeff. We it's are. UNO Stadium right behind is the baseball field by Baxter. It's beautiful. Have you guys not seen it yet? It's new, and it's fantastic. And I guess um, the right behind it is where the ladies play softball. I mean, oh, just okay. as nice. I didn't know that. All right, good deal. It's just it's it's really cool. It's like the the facility they have down at the Haymarket. Okay, right. cool. Yeah, because uh, if you guys didn't know this, we uh, moved our studios to Exarbon Village, and this is what the, the place we corrupt. It's ours now. <laughs> They're like you've ours. tainted it. Yes. <laughs> but, People uh, have another shot of Snoop Dogg tomorrow morning, eight twenty. We'll remind you on our Facebook. You could you should uh, follow all that stuff. All right, so we can uh, give you some time notice on that. Well, He's going to be in Lincoln. April 20th. Mm-hmm. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a safe day. Please have good. If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.